Hey guys, we're the bros, and we're in the back room of the sanctuary. Where the conversation happens. We hope you enjoyed this episode today. We had a great conversation. Talked about politics, marriage, abortion. We went everywhere with this one. It was a crazy time. We hope the audience has enjoyed it. That's you. We love that we love doing this. It's a great thing to do. And we hope you enjoy listening to our conversation because it's very, very deep. We don't get to finish a lot of our thoughts. That's true. We keep them moving very quickly before we even get a chance to bring it to a close. And uh, just like that, we're going to have to move most of what we said to part two. You get to get that next week. We have we have the thought that maybe you can bring it to your mind what we could have thought talked about. And then part two will come up. It'll be an exciting time. We hope you guys enjoy it. Thank you all for all that you do. And we look forward to keeping this going. Enjoy the podcast. Thank you. So I don't feel like church, uh, I don't feel like politics needs to be brought up in church a lot. Now, requesting prayer and saying that it needs to be prayed for, that has to happen. Sure. But to stand and talk about it in church for like 20 minutes, it's... Um. Well, Do that after church different. over food. Yeah, that's a hundred percent different. That's what I was just telling. I was telling John back in the drum by the drum set. I was like, "There's a there's a mixture." Some people say we have to separate church and state and church, or yeah. church and state. I don't think so. Which that is a law, isn't legally, it? Separation of church and state. Legally, I don't think you should say anything about it. As far as legal standards, we mean legal. Well, well, the thing is, oh. the point of legality is that it's supposed to be where everyone has a fair shot, right? Innocent until yeah. proven guilty. Everybody has a right to a fair trial. Uh, there's supposed to be a balance. There's supposed to be justice and fairness and it to be even. I would not want a government that was doing something that I didn't believe in. Right. And wasn't and in my belief system. Yeah. Right. So when you separate that and so you don't have anything of that nature, that's not saying like in God we trust or whatever, that's different. But as far as if I was a Muslim... I would hate for the entire government of the country I live in to say you can't do that or, or there's something different that you have to believe in for this. So that's the biggest thing about separation of church and state is we have freedom of religion, but Christians always view that as only our religion. We have to be able to mix church and politics in a way because for voting reasons, mm-hmm. there's people in charge of this country. And yes. are we going to be on the side of having a God-fearing command? Or a command that is not God-fearing and will do whatever they take to have full control. So that's where Christianity has to be able to step in and say, all right, there's political side to this. There's a biblical side to this. And I drew it out right here. There's a Venn diagram. And then there's a right in the middle where it's political and biblical together. Yes. We're like, all right, that person believes something and and his policies are biblical. Sure. I want to make sure that I vote for this guy so that he can keep a God-fearing part in the in the government. Yeah. But if we don't have anything to do with politics, then we lose our way with, you know, leading this country. Yeah. It's, this country is going to sure. be led astray. The part in the middle, I believe, <clears throat> when it comes to biblical and political, is the principles that the Bible teaches without actually referring to the Bible. Right. So like every culture has some level of rules. I mean, even cannibalistic cultures, they have some level of 
rules of things you shouldn't do. They don't have to be written. It's just you don't you yeah, know, unspoken you don't rules. kill your family. You don't eat your family. Right. That's a horrible thing to do. Yeah. And and you don't have to tell anybody to do that. Which that the still Bible, stands. The Bible could. Oh, sorry. That still stands in today's cultures as well. The, the unspoken rules. Yes. I mean. Yeah, and and the Bible has many things in it that you don't have to read any other part. I mean, even the Ten Commandments. Uh, you know, it teaches a lot of things that, as a country, we should probably be more, you know, pushing towards as far as that. And then there's other things that in our nation that are outside of that biblical standard that are still put as laws. But at the same point, I wouldn't want somebody trying to bring personal convictions or things of that nature into legislation, into politics, and say, well, you can't have no jewelry. And that is in the Bible. But if you had somebody just saying no jewelry at all, it's illegal. It's illegal to wear jewelry. I don't want that because I don't think the government should control you. I think we should control the government and let it do what we want. But you should be free to make your own decisions on that. Right. You know, so if, if you're trying to make legislation that is too biblical or something like that, and that's where the big thing comes up with abortion, is at what point are we saying, is, you know, is this murder, is it not, are you t- starting to turn more towards what everyone else in that community says, like the Christian community? that you shouldn't have it at all and it should be illegal on all standards or do you have a more mid-range view and it's a difficult thing to argue i personally believe that it's okay to have a more mid-range view i like what they've done so far which is not remove abortions when they did the when they did the supreme court ruled on that they did not outlaw abortions people were screaming like they did all they did was turn the power over to the states that should be how it should be anyway with a lot of decisions. I think that's how it was in the beginning. Yeah, yeah that's, it that's was. the and purpose they, of having a that's state That's what government. Roe v. Wade is. Yeah. Roe v. Wade is, is, was federally mandated yeah. that you had to allow abortions. And when they overruled that and overturned that, then now it brings the power back to the state. So there are some states where now those people can vote and say, I don't want that. Yeah. And if you don't like that, you're free to go to another state. I don't know how that works. I mean, I don't know if there's rules against that, but, you know, it's in your state I don't see how if the state you live in doesn't have abortion. I don't. I don't think that if you went to another state, they would be able to turn you so. away. I don't. I don't, I don't believe so. I don't know. They say you go from Florida, that who doesn't ab- allow the abortions, and then you go move to California, or not move there, but you say, all right, I am. I am having a a baby, and I don't want this. So I go. Let's fly to California, where I can get an abortion, and then. Uh, you come back to the state where they're like, "Hey, did you just go to California and have an abortion?" I think that is that is the part where I don't I don't know um, if that's I don't I don't think that's how it works. I think yeah. I don't think you're gonna get in trouble for it. I don't think so. I don't see how they'd be able to do that. I don't think they will. I mean, it, border crossing. Look, look at it that way. You can you can uh, <clears throat> or no abortion bans that attempt to prosecute women across state lines to seek an abortion. Oh, so it's oh, wow. it's legal to go to a different state. It the is. only thing. That I saw here is in the New York Times. That's not it. It's of not course. the New York Times. It is um, Wisconsin Watch. It's in Wisconsin. Uh, it says, and this is written mm. July 24, 2023, so about six months ago. Um, yeah, an Idaho law being challenged in court, which took effect on May 5th, 2023. It's being challenged, so it's not currently in effect in Idaho. Uh, forbids adults from, quote, recruiting, harboring, or transporting, end quote, a minor seeking abortion care without parental consent. 
Mm. It includes obtaining abortion medication for minors. So you can't get medication or a pill form, uh, abortion pill. Is that is that what it was before, though? No, it was a different kind of thing, I think. I believe. I, I think it was... But that's like that's like saying I need permission to go and have an abortion as yes. a sixteen year old. Well, you can't recruit, so you can't tell them to do it. Harboring, so you can't uh, hide them. Yeah, keep them from their parents or transporting. So you can't take them. So to it's get an basically okay. just my daughter. I don't have kids, but sure. my daughter can't go to you in Idaho if yeah, it's in Idaho. Yeah. <clears throat> and and, and say, can you take me to yeah. go get an abortion? My parents don't want me to. That's yeah. it's difficult because a, a minor. That's the thing. Yeah, that's the thing. If I, you're a minor and you're having children, it should be there should be difficult decisions for you because you yes. made some bad decisions to get to that point. I also, believe. I feel like if I think that's where I'm pro-choice. Yes, uh, at that point, but like not not in the sense of pro-choice where I can choose an abortion or not. Like my body, my yeah, choice yeah, situation. Yeah. I'm gotcha. pro-choice. Like, hey, you made the choice. Right. You have, you to, have to deal with you it. You have to deal with this. Deal and with there it. are plenty of ways of dealing with children. Yeah. And, and, and if, you, if you aren't able to keep that child, there's so many different ways of, of adoption, uh, you know, anything of that nature that, that do work. They're not the best way for your family to get raised. But again, so many people are, are you know, they take the, the act of having children so, so normally. Them. It's not yeah. even serious anymore. And then when they're faced with that, you know, there's all sorts of, and that's part of our culture too, that say that, you know, it's cool to say, oh, you know, I want to have a kid or whatever. And then in the moment, and, and, then, reality when it, hits. and then when it's passed, all of a sudden you're like, wait, I can't get an abortion here. I can't, and, and you don't know what to do. It, it's, a, it's a horrible situation. That, Can I that, just say, you know, it's hard to interrupt you, that's fine. but I just want to say, remember my testimony when, I came, when it, it came out yeah. that I was talking about I had a, a pretty much a pregnancy scare. Yeah. At that point, if I was in my right mind, I was, I'm wondering what would have happened. Yeah. If, I, if it came down to where I, there was a pregnancy and it was a real thing where I have to step up and be a man and take care of something. But I don't think that it was a situation where they would say, all right, well, you're going to abort this child or whatever because you're too young and you don't understand whatever the situation is. Yeah. Um, I don't know where I would have been at, man. I, I, I think it would have been like, well, go ahead or whatever. Or right now I'm fixated on like, man, I, I would have been like, no. That, that either going to adoption or whatever I, I yeah. would never want a child to have to you know suffer the consequences of my actions yeah and that's what I how I see it like a baby that's being the, the baby has to be informed in the womb uh, three four five eight months nine months into the womb like my choice that I've made it's my responsibility what I did yeah you know? absolutely. And, and the creation and, and of that child is my responsibility you know, and at that point, I'm just like, you have to, you have to realize that that child is going to be born, or you're going to make it suffer the consequences that you made about your choices. That's crazy. Yeah, <clears throat> I saw a Twitter post um, that was <laughs> funny in a uh, in a dark sort of way, and it was somebody posting. Kind. Yeah, it was somebody. It was one of these, you know teenage girls 
whatever, 20s or so, posting on Twitter. She's like, sometimes I wish you could just pick your baby daddies. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold yeah. on. Wait a minute. Yeah. You mean Netta had a choice? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, yeah. Hold on, dude, wait a minute. Dude, it's like that, where they don't understand. You're like, you can. Most you, people you, do, in fact. That's what it's called. <laughs> most people, in fact, choose one person. Yes. And then you're like, you know, which one was it? And they start having this fun guessing game of who's behind door number three. And they're on Murray Povich. Like, it's you like, are the father. And you're if like. If they're going around, you know, sleeping with every man in the world, yeah. of course, I'm going to think, why can't I choose my baby daddy? But. <sighs> That's your choice. You're doing this. Yeah, you're, you're, you're doing it to problem. yourself. Exactly. Yeah. You're doing it to yourself. It's, it's, it's a horrible thing because, you know, so many people are getting bad impressions of what it's like to be a parent and how easy it is or blah, blah, blah. Or, you know, I don't need to deal with this. It's TV shows. That's what it is. It is. It's the TV shows that are creating this false persona of, 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 of parenthood that mm. is not, you know, it's not... Yeah. Yeah, accurate. It's, it's not accurate. Well, when we were thank doing, you, thank you for still, yes. for filling the filling the void. Yeah, we really sometimes we play Mad Libs on the podcast here. Um, we do. Hey, yeah. <laughs> remember that time where he thought you looked? Uh, yeah, he looked stores? at me, and I was oh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, when when we were doing JC's episode, he brought this up about pornography. I oh think that's goodness. a big part that's of a it big, too. Yeah, and I and I'm not saying this as giving it credit. I hate that I was had an addiction to that at one point in my life. But I think all young men have have experienced it yeah, once at or least, another. At least had a, especially now. Yeah, really. A curiosity. When Jose yeah, was growing you. up, you had to, I think find it a lot more than you do now, where it's being pushed yeah, at you. Yeah, it, it was. My my pastor talked about it a, a little bit. Yeah. And it was like you had to... So two hours now. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm joking. 45 minutes. I'm joking. Um, it's not political. <laughs> yeah. Um, where you had to look the man in the eye by the magazine. Yeah. So it was... <laughs> yeah. True, yeah. Thank you, sir. It, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, For those of you that hand. don't know, my eyes are wide open, in <laughs> shock, yeah. looking at yeah. John... Like, yeah. what are you talking about? Look at the hand. man. What? Pornography probably shouldn't be a subject. Yeah. No. We okay, talked okay. about it, though, Jay, and I brought up that it was something that would hinder you in your later life yes. to give a false impression of what true sex and true love in marriage was. Yeah. And that also is a factor when it comes to the act of childbirth right. and the process behind that, whereas that is a fun thing to do to some people because they're watching people who are doing it responsibly. Those people are actors. Just like my testimony, man. Mm -hmm. I, I, I yes. you, see a, you, you, you hear mm -hmm. about it, about the adults, you know. Sure. Yeah, of course. Because when you're in school, you get sex ed. You get, you get the sex education. Sure. I hated yes. that class. But we all, <laughs> so so we all went it. through it. Had to do it. We it's all a, went yeah. through it. Thing. And then when you went through it, you're like, oh, that's what the, is this what the adults get to do? So then you yeah. get curiosity and you sure. start exploring. Absolutely. Yeah, I didn't have that. I, well, good for you. I mean, that's that, a good that, thing. That, that was that's, not, hey, not until later, at least. Um, we're going to no. get a trophy for you. But you're, you're, you're so <laughs> not from sex. You don't know what MySpace is. You don't yeah. know. You I, mean, don't, I you know, know what stuff. it is a little bit, but um, no, I, uh, I. But with that, you know, it's it's an act, and you're looking at something that you know, it's it's like watching Tom Cruise. And going, I can run on the top of a plane, or whatever he did, like one of these crazy stunts. That dude is trained. It's like watching a stunt guy and going, I can do that right now. That's what they do. You know, that, and what you're watching is trained professionals who have done this a lot yeah. and they're doing it safely. And I'd say that I'm not, you know, again, I'm not talking about it in detail, but 
That's the same thing. You can't do the things that Mythbusters is doing because those guys have done it for a long time if you're trying to do this stuff. You're right. watching people who know what they're doing and you're saying, I can bring that into my everyday life. And then bad things happen because that's been a common theme in culture now where that's something you do. That's part of it is it's got to be the way you make kids, but you don't actually make, and then all of a sudden it's here and you're, you have a kid and you don't know what yeah, to do. Yeah, you're not ready for it. You haven't prepped at all. Yes. You don't know what you're doing. Your family wouldn't let you get an abortion yeah. because that's, uh, you know, murder. Can I, can I just say that the devil will use anything? Yes. Absolutely. Okay? Absolutely. And even God's promises. Mm. He'll use God's promises Absolutely. and put you in a hole. I'm telling you, like, when God said to, to, uh, to Noah, be merry and multiply, or to Adam and Eve, be merry and multiply. You know, it was a, it was a commandment to go out and be plen and and bring forth yeah, be fruitful, be fruitful yes. to be able to replenish the earth. Well, and it was be merry, be merry. Yeah. That was the thing. It wasn't it wasn't be curious. Sure. You know, the devil will go and take this because it's because what, what it is. It's matrimony. It's it's yeah. God gave you, God gave you what love means. between a man. Matrimony means marriage. Well, I mean like the actual. No, God, God created marriage. God yes. created man and wife for marriage, for matrimony. And that was in itself wholesome. But what the devil does is it he takes that promise, that gift that God gave us, yeah. and creates a sin out of it. Hmm. Which is in the Bible, which is called adultery and fornication. Right. Yeah. That's why. That's why the devil sure. he uses that stuff. And it's and when we're when we're in that, you know what 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 did I say? The word I said curiosity. Yeah. When we're in that curiosity and we're trying to find for, find for ourselves or fend for ourselves, we get lost in 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 all that. Absolutely. Well, I think of an analogy to that is you know. If you're an artist and you're creating a beautiful painting, there's so many different colors of paint that you can choose and you've got them all in your easel. And that, that painting is, is marriage, is, is you're using all the paints and creating marriage, right? And you're painting it out and you use all of it to make one beautiful thing. Um, but a lot of those paints come from, from f plants and flowers that sometimes are very poisonous. So there's oh, something yeah. you can literally eat the paint and die. And sometimes the paints are, are dangerous to children. You can't use them. And, and it's still part of that beautiful picture. But if you take that out and use it the wrong way, it can end up harming you severely. Yeah. And so that's what I think is going yes. on is you're taking one and saying, I love that color yellow in that picture. Let me just take that out. Yeah. And then you use it wrong and all of a sudden you're in a horrible situation that, that you put yourself in and then now it's up to everybody else to figure it out with you. That's a pretty good. The world is sad. Hey, that's, yeah. a, that, that's, that's a Paul moment. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. Is a, that's a Paul moment it right is. there. It is. You weren't there for that. <laughs> you didn't listen to it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm yeah. not trying to bash. No, you. no, we're not bashing. We're not you bash are. You. No, uh, yeah, yeah, not, yeah. Not, not Jose. No, Jose. You're <laughs> absolutely <laughs> bashing me. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like every so, chance Bill gets is like John doesn't listen to anything. Okay, so, so you listen to everything except the podcast. So the the, the Paul I haven't listened to hardly anything. The Paul moment, now. as it, as what I said, JC really like hit it really well. It was a great episode because what he said was well, what 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 Bill said when we were talking about marriage and all the things around encapsulating marriage. Yes, huh. when we were talking about the marriage and then all that encapsulated marriage, Bill was very quiet during that mm -hmm. whole segment. Yeah. 
And when it came time for him to speak, he told, he said, hey, I was kind of quiet through that whole segment because me giving advice, marriage advice is like Helen Keller giving an eye exam. Oh my goodness, funny. <laughs> but but yeah. JC stepped in and said, but you can't look at it like that because Paul, who was never married, gave marital advice. That works. Yeah. It was good marital advice and that we follow to a T. And Bill, what you, I don't know. I don't. It was great. Yeah, that's you don't exactly have to. Right. You don't have to go through something to to like. For, but but to Bill's point, when that came to that point, was you know, the 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 marriage was formed under the relationship of Jesus Christ and the church. Yes. So yeah. that's why Paul can understand marriage so well because marriage of Jesus to the church was taking care of the church, like like okay, taking care of your wife. Like Jesus cared for the church, yeah, and you know such and such. I, I'm carrying on. I'm bringing up another podcast for some reason. No, it's why. fine. It, it, well, it's important. It's an important subject for all of us because you know you're married. We're hopefully going to get married soon when the Lord finds the right time or the right person. Um, you know, there's an appointed time hold for on, everything. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Soon? You're, you're well, put, you're, are you, are you... Within the next 30 you're years. You're putting it on the Lord for him to find it for you? No, no, find no. Find the no. one for you? Well, he has one that's appointed for us. Wait, but was it, is it for his job to give No, he's not his job. Okay. But we have to walk in his will, and his will for us exactly. to get married. Right? Yeah, we and if we're not watching, way. we're going to go to the wrong person. Yeah, anyway. we, can't, I like we, we can't be complacent. I'm not saying we don't. we just sit around and wait for it to fall in our lap. I'm just saying, in general, we got to know if that's the right person or not. Who was the, who was mean. the one? Who was the who was the one who went to another? Was it King Samson? No, uh, I was just. I don't who it was. was that random Bible thing? <laughs> well, he said. Well, what he said. The, the woman that the woman that gives me the drink and my camels is the one for my king. Uh, who was that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Who was that? Uh, that was that was when the servant was going for uh, Rebecca yes. to bring back to uh, Isaac. Yeah, and he said. Um, if if she will if she will uh, give me water and then ask to water my camels too. That was that was a job of him to search. Yes. God already gave the provision. To make sure it's the right person. But who yeah. was the one to find it? The servant. He had to make the claim. Yeah. Right. And then and then God followed through. And God it's, gave it's it. It's like yeah. it's like uh, Gideon. Yeah. When he was saying you know if I lay the fleece out on the ground and it be dry and the ground be wet. Then I'll do it. And then God did it. And he's like, well, actually, if I lay it down and the ground is dry and the fleece is wet, then I'll do it. And then he's like, I'll know that this is the right thing to do. Yeah. And God's like, come on, man. And, <laughs> come uh, on, man. <laughs> so then he brings out a whole bowl in the morning just of that and the ground is stone dry. And he's like, finally, <laughs> I know this is the right thing to do. That's where the chamois came from right. anyway. Then God proved him. God got him back here. Yeah. When it get, came time to it, because he tested God a little too much with the fleece, and then and then God tested him by giving him only three hundred men. He's like, <laughs> so like, he's at the river. He's at I the river, that. and he's like, if you say, all right, if any of these guys set down any of their shields or anything to drink, then you they're out. Those they're out. Yeah, <laughs> and he's like. Well, God, half the army just left. Uh, that's a lot of guys that just left me. Whoa, I, whoa. more than half. Oh, it was more than half. It was a lot. Way more than half. It was a lot. And then he's like, oh, man, at least there's this many. I could probably do something with this many. And God's yeah, like, hold got, up. Wait a minute. Listen, if they get down to drink with yeah. their face, Hit lap with out of here. You got to pull up your hand and lap with a dog. Those guys, on they're one in. Knee. Yeah, on, on one, one knee. knee. 
they got to be ready to fight with their sword in their hand. Yeah. And he and then he cuts them all out. That's the double test, by the way. Same exact thing Gideon did. Yep. Double test. He flipped it back on him and tested his faith. <laughs> and Gideon's so, like, "There's only 300, but Lord, we'll figure something out. You'll, you'll do it." And then you there's know, so much, there's so much I humor in the Bible, man. I, <laughs> my, Bill, I'm glad that you have a humorous mind to bring out the humor of the Bible. I, That's so I'm going to be honest. I have not thought of that until I brought up Gideon, <laughs> and then all of a sudden I realized it's, that he it's tested awesome, God, and then God tested him, right? But that, but that's awesome though. Oh, it's great. It's so God's like, this is how it feels, boy. This, yeah. so, so this conversation took a real mm. big like swoop. First, yeah, talking about. I think about, it's called an arc. Well, yeah, an arc. Reactor. Yeah, let's let's bring the biblical. Re- yeah, arc. bring it back. So, so I think this conversation went from talking about politics in the church, and we're talking about Bible now. Yeah. It's, it, this is awesome, guys. This is like, great. I feel like it's the that's the whole purpose of the format we have. Do you be, okay? I'm gonna ask you a question on the spot. Do you believe that this, this podcast is meant to be a ministry? Yes. It, there's no way that it can't be a ministry. It, I, I I would disagree. I've said unless a lot of jokes. we let Bill get out of fact. No, 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 no. I think no. we've all said a lot of jokes that wouldn't let it be a ministry. Yeah, true. But well, do you think that this podcast is a ministry? Yeah. Bill, do you think so? I do. I think that it helps people to understand that you can talk about the Bible with your friends and it's not uncool, it's not yeah. weird, but you can also have fun and be a Christian. To you can have fun, not in church. I'm not saying, you know, if something funny happens and the pastor's laughing or whatever, right? The preacher's yeah. laughing. That's one thing. But just, just like making fun tonight. of, yeah, Granny yeah. had a moment tonight where she was preaching and something funny happened and everybody had a good time we'd laugh. Because she was joking too. Yeah. It was all fine. But I don't mean in church, you know, ah, 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 I've done that. It's worked out horribly for me. So I would say. It's like there's a time and a place. Sure. For but mm-hmm. we can read the Bible and not think, yeah. oh, I can't say anything funny about that because it's the word of God. It is. But, you know, God, God, you know, has told this in so many places in his word to laugh and be merry. Yeah. And uh, have a, enjoy our life. Yes, laugh and do with good as a medicine. Why would he not give us some medicine in that word? <laughs> you know, he's right? giving us things that we need. There's everything else in there. Laughter. Why wouldn't there be yes. a, at least a little bit of laughter? There, there's some stories in there. And you wonder, why is this here? Lord, why? Why did you tell me about this? This is unimportant. Lord, this is just a random soldier in the or whatever it is, right? There's just a random story about a guy who, like, I can't even think of an example, but like Jephthah. I don't know if you know the story of Jephthah. Not really. He was going out to fight the enemies of Israel, and he made a vow after he he's like, Lord, if you will give me this battle, then whatever cometh out of the door of my house first, I will sacrifice unto mm. you. Right? Very open-ended. <laughs> I'm not sure why he thought... And the reason he thought this... That was a good idea. Yeah, yeah. so in that time, the houses used to have open doorways, right? Animals in and out of the house. It's like all in together. Probably smelled amazing. Oh, yeah. (laughs) All the animals are going in the house. So he's thinking, nice little goat's going to walk out, say, hey, buddy, and then you're going to take him and just shrink and then sacrifice him to God. However, he did not realize how much his family loved him. His daughter... (laughs) His daughter was the first one out of the door. Mm. That's the part when you're like, uh, yeah, you know when your so, kid is coming out and uh, he's happy to see you, you, like just got home, and he's like, yeah, daddy. But instead of you going hey and picking him up in your arms, you just like tear your clothes and start crying. You're like, 
<laughs> is a horrible situation. <laughs> Again, stop vowing. Very yeah. open. Just say a sheep. Just say you're having the, fun with vows. <laughs> that shouldn't be a thing. Just say the first sheep that yeah. I see that's mine, I will oh sacrifice. Oh, my goodness. Like I'm just now, wow. Oh, my goodness. It's like those <laughs> laws. Yeah, it's like those laws that you're like, that's never going to happen. It's like don't carry a pig on a Sunday throughout the town. And you're like, that's never going to happen again. That was a one-time thing. Yeah. Why is that illegal? <laughs> it's like he made a vow that was very much like whatever it is. And God was like, okay. Why? Yeah, even God <laughs> said, why did you ask it like that? Just say a goat. Yeah. I'm happy with a sheep or a goat. And you said, all right, well, this is the worst thing that come out of the door right now. And his <laughs> daughter came out. And, uh, oh my goodness. Did he sacrifice her though? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, he, he, had he had to. He had you to. You gave the promise. He made a vow. She went up to go. Oh my she, he, she never got married or had kids. And, and he, uh, he had to kill his only off, her heir, like his offspring. Mm. It's very sad. But, yeah, but like she had to go up into the mountains with her friends for a couple months. That's also being careful what you say. You know, being yes. careful what you say about. Yeah. Well, and it says don't. The Bible tells you not to make unnecessary things that you can't keep. Don't make There's promises. an example right there. Yeah, exactly. There's an example right there. It's That's just don't say something if you're not prepared to go through with it fully. But I didn't get to say what I wanted to say. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's okay. It's okay. What it, happens? Natural me a lot flow. Sometimes. Natural flow of the conversation. What happened? What happened? So sorry. I wanted to say tonight in church tonight when when Granny was talking about the different promises that we've kept that the Lord has kept. I wanted. I didn't really want to say, but I know I had a promise that the Lord showed me is that he was going to give me a ministry that he was going to give me a ministry that it would right. be it would be a ministry to win souls and and i hope one day that we can do that well and i'm hoping that the lord is showing me this because while me and bill both two or three years ago were talking about the about a podcast doing religious stuff to help to bring out awareness of, you know, our cultures and stuff. I felt like this would be a great opportunity to do such a thing. Yes. But it had to sit on the table for quite a while because sure. we weren't ready for it just yet. Yeah. And, you know, but now's the time that we are in the right mind and we're coming together where we can share a gospel. We can share the gospel. Yes. Together. And we can talk amongst ourselves and post these every Wednesday yeah. for somebody to hear. And somebody is going to listen to the podcast and say, wow, what they said was, you know, impactful to me. Right. And I'm hoping that this is what the Lord has in mind. Because it wouldn't be the bros podcast if it wasn't for me praying for a good name yeah. for the podcast. Absolutely. You know, and it wouldn't be the mentality of cream, no sugar, if God hadn't given me the idea to lighten up the darkness, the dark things that we have in our lives that we don't usually shell out. We like, wow. and um, I keep saying this. I want to, I want to talk about mental health at some point. Mm. It's and and we're gonna come, we're gonna we're gonna naturally talk about mental health because of the situation that we're in, you know. Sure, absolutely. Naturally, yeah. it's gonna happen. But you know, someone's gonna listen, and they're gonna get this. They're gonna get help. They're gonna see that, just like Elijah, who was running from evil, running from, uh, running from Jezebel. You know, he had yeah. it in his mind that 
No. They, there's no one left. That's I'm silly. the last one. I'm the last one. I'm the only one who <laughs> is here. Yeah. And I'm I'm feeling such pain. And Bill, you touched it so well when you said God said there's seven thousand who have not bowed a knee to Baal. Yeah. And you know it's it's so real that we have people to to go and say yeah this is amazing like you are there suffering the same things that we are going through the same problems but you still have your faith you still have a good you know you still have a good handle on this because the lord is there with us and i think this is I, i think this is a ministry that will help am i gonna say that this is the ministry I can't say for sure, but I'm hoping that this is. Yeah, we don't know. We you don't know, know where the Lord is going to take it, how long he wants us in this for it to grow. Right. And it may take a long time before it really starts picking up. It may never really pick up. Man, and we're, we're only we're, doing it to we those people. We were so people. excited. The first, the first episode, we were like 150-something <laughs> people. We really were. Then, and then, you know, the, the next three episodes were like 30, yes, 40. Yes, but there, um, there comes a time where you have to hone your craft. And that's what we're doing. We're getting it where we're sharpening up and we're slowly learning this is the stuff we can talk about and we're slowly learning that we can have more fun in these and it's more enjoyable. Yeah, of course. How to naturally have a good conversation. Yeah, let, 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 the, let the fun happen. Let the funny happen. Like I said oh, yeah. to you before, it, it, we can be serious. We can be serious. We can have a good conversation, bring up fruitful stuff. Mm-hmm. We can also have funny moments. Sure, and I agree. I did not think that Gideon would have been that funny. To, to it know. was, yeah, I, I didn't either. Think, you know, you think of it as a real serious story, like, yeah, God's yes, on my side, right. and he's going to yes. help me prevail <laughs> with 300 people. Right. How? Oh, Gideon tried, tested the, the Lord, and next thing you know, God's testing Gideon. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> and awesome. And you think of, you know, Brother Staten would come to our church, and he'd talk about, you know, he'd never want to pray for patience. Because then the Lord will try you much harder than, than you should be able to. I, I try not to pray, pray for patience. And it's, it, that's a funny thought. Is yeah, that, you he's know, told that story, be, right? He's what, told that story, yes. right? Yeah, he has. <laughs> but Brother Staten talked about that. That you know he, he prayed for patience and he learned you don't pray for patience. Um, and uh, it's very fun. Well, that's it for part one. The episode was kind of funny, wasn't it? We enjoyed ourselves. We hope you did too. Make sure you stay tuned for part two coming around next week where we continue the story of Elisha and Elijah. We appreciate you joining us and we hope to talk to you guys on the next episode.